Good morning. I wasn't asked to ad-lib anything, but I just wanted to say what a blessing it is to be here this morning and be part of this baptism service and to hear uh, Blake and Jordan's testimonies. Just it's wonderful and it's uplifting to all of us that are members of the congregation and to me personally, just uh, just such a pleasure. Uh, reading from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25, and my Bible has this headed as the full assurance of faith. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened to us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more, as you see the day drawing near. All right. The uh, children may be dismissed now, though this will theoretically be a concise sermon. Any kids that are with us are dismissed for Children's Church. And uh, I'll invite everyone to find Hebrews chapter 10, if you haven't already gotten there, where Tom read. Um, We've prayed a lot during this service. Uh, I just changed my clothes faster than ever. And want to make sure I'm in the right headspace to share God's word with you. So can we pray once more before we look at this scripture? Oh, Father, thank you so much. This is just so invigorating and we're so grateful for what you've done among us. And so grateful for Blake and Jordan. Grateful for their families here with us who mean so much to them and thus to us also. And Now, just for these few moments... Please quiet our minds and our hearts and help us to be attentive to your word and to hear your voice in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. So I have begun to say that a baptism is sort of like a wedding ceremony. It's a demonstration of a public commitment to an intimate, a close relationship. Jesus brings us into relationship with a holy God by clearing away all of our sins, all of our shortcomings, all the things that would otherwise separate us from him so that we can be nearer to him, so that we can be close in relationship with him. Now, how silly would it be for a groom and a bride to come together in a wedding ceremony, demonstrating publicly their close relationship, and then to leave from there and go and live their single lives again? Married now husband and wife, but living separate from each other and not close anymore. Yet that is often what happens to folks. They get baptized and then maybe over a long course of time, they drift away from any close relationship with God, which was the whole point of all of this. My hope is in this passage today and on this occasion of Blake and Jordan's baptism for us all to draw near to God together. Because we can, through Jesus Christ, we can be close to God. So we're just going to zoom in and only look at verse 22. So if you thought I was going to preach that entire paragraph, you can take a sigh of relief. Just verse 22. 
It's an invitation to draw near to God. And it's sort of how to draw near to God, but not in terms of methods. We know the methods to draw near to God. We hear from Him in His Word, and we talk to Him in prayer, and we come together in gathered church like this to draw near to Him together in worship. This is more how to draw near to God in terms of the, the disposition, like what it looks like for a Christian to draw near to God. So the first thing we see there in verse 22 Let us draw near with a true heart. Let us draw near with a true heart. That means absolute sincerity, absolute authenticity, absolute honesty from the very deepest core of our being, being real with God. Many people who are outside of the Christian faith, didn't grow up in the church, don't draw near to God, don't come near to the things of Christ or pray or go to church because they just don't know how to act. And they don't realize that that's the perfect condition to be in, to draw near to God, not knowing how to act. The last thing he wants us to do is act and pretend when we draw near to him. Those who've grown up in church, one of the most dangerous things for us is that we do learn how to act. We live our whole week far from God and not paying any attention to the things of Christ. And then before we grab the handle to go into the church... We get into character, and we come in speaking King James English and these and thous, and we come in presenting ourselves as holier than we actually are. You don't need to do that. Draw near with a true heart. Pretending to be holier than you actually are when you come to God is like pretending to be healthier than you actually are when you go to the doctor. It's ridiculous. And I have really good news for you. God already knows you. God knows you perfectly, and he loves you. Think about the place where you feel just the very safest to be yourself, without pretension, without self-consciousness. I'll bet it's with people who have proven that even as they really get to know you, they still love you. Well, God knows you fully, and God loves you fully. God knows you perfectly, and God loves you perfectly. So let's draw near with a true heart. The second invitation in verse 22, let us draw near with a true heart. That's one. Let us draw near in full assurance of faith. That's the second. Full assurance of faith. Christian faith is not wishful thinking. It's not the faith of a child when they blow out the candles on their birthday cake. Oh, please give me a pony. Christians do act that way sometimes. Please give me money for this bill. That's not Christian faith. Christian faith is also not mental assent, which just means it's not recognizing a set of facts are true, sort of the way we are with Einstein's theory of relativity. Well, I think that's probably true. Einstein's a smart guy, but that has no bearing on my day-to-day life. I don't think about the theory of relativity when I go about my day-to-day life. And a lot of Christians treat their faith that way also. Well, I believe this list of true things about God, but it has no bearing on how I live or the decisions I make. That's not Christian faith either. Christian faith is entrustedness. And it has flesh and blood implications for how we live our lives. Now, we have faith in things this way as well. Many people, many things. We have this entrustedness sort of faith. You have this sort of faith in the pew you're sitting in. 
you looked at the pew and you felt, I am confident this pew will hold me up, and you plopped yourself into it. And that is faith. That's more like Christian faith. You had this kind of faith on your way here this morning, and you'll have it on your way home this morning. It's the same kind of faith you put in your fellow drivers. How else can you explain hurtling past a complete stranger at a combined 120 plus miles per hour, only feet apart from you, except that you have come to have faith in your fellow drivers. You entrust yourself and your family to these strangers every day. That's entrustedness. That's what the Christian faith looks like. We know that God is who he says he is and what he says is true. And so we entrust ourselves to what he has said. We live according to what he has said. We receive his forgiveness through Jesus Christ according to what he has said. That's what Christian faith is. So we can draw near to God in full assurance of faith. That means no hedging, no supplementing with some other possibilities in case it falls through. Fully trusting in Him the same way you are trusting in your pew right now, the same way you trusted your fellow drivers on the way here. Now you might be wondering, I've given you two principles of how to draw near to God with a true heart and with full assurance of faith. And you might be wondering, how can I do both of those at the same time? Because if I'm truly authentic and honest, I'm not sure I do fully believe. I'm not sure I'm fully saved. I kicked the dog on the way out this morning. I was so frustrated because I was running late. I'm not fully sure that I am okay with God. Or I'm not sure that I I completely buy all this about Jesus. So how can I draw near to God like that? And that is the answer. You draw near to God just like that. You come to Him with all your doubts and all your questions and skepticism, honestly. The last thing you want to do is pretend that you don't have these reservations. Come to Him with your questions and your investigations. I promise He holds up. So we can draw near to God with a true heart in full assurance of faith. And then the third, I'm going to combine the whole rest of this verse into one third point. Let's draw near with clean hearts and bodies. The way He says it, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So the Christian concept of sin has many facets. There's many different ways to think about it and look at it. One way you could conceive of it biblically is it's sort of like a computer virus. It's kind of like a computer virus that's embedded into our moral operating system that has caused us to malfunction in such a way that everything from inside out, heart, and physical body has been compromised and damaged and can no longer relate directly with God. And what Jesus does is removes the virus and cleans us up and refurbishes us so that we can run our original program we were meant to run, which is closeness with God. In here, it has this phrase, heart sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. Conscience is the idea of joint knowing, conscience, with and knowledge, knowing together. It is the, the morality that God has pre-programmed in every human being that we all know and agree with God what is right and wrong. But sin has damaged it, and now it malfunctions and misfires, and so our consciences don't work properly. And we make the wrong decisions, and it defiles both our hearts and our bodies. That's what the Bible teaches. Thankfully, Jesus Christ perfects purifies and cleanses our consciences, sprinkles clean our hearts, and washes our bodies with pure waters. Our whole person, inside and out, cleaned up, 
so that we can relate in closeness and nearness to God the way we were designed to. So, all this in mind, the baptistry water still reverberating from the baptism. A question for us to consider, are you near to God? Are you close to God or are you far away from God? You were designed to be close to God. That's what humans were designed to be. When we live far from Him, it just doesn't work. Through Jesus Christ, we can be near to God. Now, if you are far from God, or if you have drifted from where maybe you once were, perhaps in part that's because you don't know how to act. I want to assure you, He knows you and loves you. And invite you to draw near to God with a true heart. If you're far from God, perhaps it's because you don't believe fully. Well, I want to assure you, you can investigate honestly and He holds up. And you can draw near to God in full assurance of faith. If you're far from God, perhaps it's because you're ashamed in some way. Something you've done or has been done to you and you feel shame about who you are on the inside or even who you are on the outside. I want to assure you, Jesus cleans us inside and out. And we can draw near to God with hearts sprinkled clean, bodies washed pure. Because of Jesus, we have access to God. So on this really, really awesome occasion of Blake and Jordan's baptism, each and every one of us, where we are, different places in our relationship with God, let's use this occasion to prompt us all to draw near to Him together through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, once again, thank you. We've heard your word now. Let it sink down deep all the way to the floor of our hearts and have its full effect in our lives, as only your word can do. In Jesus' name, amen.